Well, one of Cambridge's best-kept secrets for many years was Cambridge Aid, a wonderful charity which works to support those uh, most need in our city. That was until a few years ago when, thankfully, a bit of an effort was put in. Here at Cambridge 105, we've certainly tried to raise their profile, and loads of other organisations have got involved with Cambridge Aid more too. Uh, they're on the lookout for some trustees, so I have the chair, the current chair of Cambridge Aid uh, on the line. That's Joel Limmer. Joel, hi, nice to see you again. Hi, Neil. Thanks for letting me come on here. No, it's always a pleasure to see you. I mean, it is true, isn't it? Up until very recently, Cambridge Aid was always described by Nicola Longdon, the, the previous chair, as Cambridge's best-kept secret. Been around a while. Been around um, over 140 years now. Yes. Uh, yes, so we've been doing the same thing all that time, and not many people had heard of us when I joined, but uh, we've, so it's been worthwhile um, spreading the word more about who we are and what we do. There's always a worry that we get a few more applications and we can cope with and less funding, but that hasn't been the case. And it's been really beneficial to sort of shout more about who we are and, and spread the word. Well, I mean, I think that's that's been the thing that we've all seen is when people find out about what you do, it's like, wow, and how can we help, isn't it? And I know that fundraising, whilst it's, a, it's difficult for all charities, certainly Cambridge-based organisations and the people of Cambridge know exactly what it is you do and it's helping them right on their own doorstep, which... It's got to be the easiest way to fundraise in some ways, isn't it? You're helping your own local community. That's it. It's people who are maybe walking or, or biking to work may see homeless people sleeping rough. Uh, you know, on, I sometimes see them on Newmarket Road or over the, the cycle bridge by the station. And it could be those people that we're giving grants to to help them in, in move on accommodation or, or clothes for job interviews once um, homeless charities have helped them out. It could be sort of people living a few doors down the road from you. You don't realise they're struggling and we could be helping them buy a new fridge freezer or school uniform for their children. Uh, it, it's I found it's other people on the same road I live on and we've helped out in the past. So it wouldn't surprise me if most of the listeners is people within a five minute walk we've been helping out oh absolutely because cambridge is like that isn't it it's known as the one of the most unequal cities in the country and there is as you say people with great wealth right next door you know hand by glove next door to to people who are really struggling and in terms of the the sort of numbers that you help in terms of the number of people and the size of the 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 the, the, the total number of grants you give out how, how has that been over the past year is it has it stayed fairly level or are you seeing what the rest of the country seems to be seeing it's not been level for a few years this year as we're going to break our records. We, we expect to be giving out over £200,000 worth in grants, which could probably be up to a 1,000 applications. Uh, luckily, we've, we have raised money. That's gone up as well, but it's it's not nowhere near the £200,000 we're giving out. So we're eating into our reserves. Uh, but it's when I joined must be seven or eight years ago, I think we were sort of raising and giving out £70,000 in grants about then. So in that short space of time, it's it's really gone through the roof. That was the number I kind of had in mind, because I think you and I virtually came across Cambridge Aid similar sort of time, and I that's nearly tripled then. And that speaks volumes for the state we're in, doesn't it? Well, we've gone through COVID, we've gone through the, sort of the, the inflation uh, things recently, the... Um, Governments are changing the the benefit systems really affected people. We've had to step in 
to give them money just to buy food whilst they're waiting many, many weeks for sort of universal um, benefits to come in. So it's all these challenges happen and there's there's less coming out from sort of central government and there's more organisations like us and, and many other great organisations in the city and the country who have had to sort of step up and help people out. And we are so reliant on our very generous donors. And that's one of the things that I love about Cambridge Aid is 99.9999999% of the money you raise go straight into either the people you're helping or you you stash it for a rainy day your expenses are zero <laughs> yeah it's bank credit the the charges of the little store cards you buy and the occasional little bank charge isn't it it's the odd stamps and envelopes yeah, yeah. and just sort of the bank charges we we meet once a month and we alternate between uh, the company i work for's meeting them on a monday evening and another trustees uh, company's meeting them all the it's run by trustees and volunteers who just give up their time and, and their energy, and that's how we we operate. And that's why, if you give us a pound, you you know, it's less than a penny will go towards our running costs. Yeah, you know, the other the rest of it all goes to to helping someone out. There you go. Now you're looking for trustees. How did this happen for you? Because you're a trustee. What sort of people are you looking for? How did it happen for you? How would people get involved? What would it involve? What would that involve them doing? For me, I I volunteered in the London Olympics in 2012, purely just I was buzzing because the Olympics were coming to our country. And yeah, I kind of got the bug then for, there may not be salary coming in my bank, but it felt really good to be part of something and help so- make something work. Mm. So after then, I did a, you know, I marshaled the, the Tour de France when it came through Cambridge and helped out in the half marathon a few times. And during that time, the company I work for, Rathbones were given a pot of money for local charities and Cambridge Aid was one of the two we found and we started doing fundraising for them and Nicola who you mentioned the previous chair she called me up one day and asked if I wanted to be a trustee and I jumped to the chance and it's, it's been great ever since you meet some wonderful people and it's nice to feel you really helping you know the, the city out and the people who are struggling out. So what sort of person are you looking for? Or is it a case of we don't know who's out there, we'll know what we're looking for when we find her or him? Um, general trustees, which people who've got time and just want to help. I mean, people bring so many different skills to things mm. uh, that we w- normally we, c- we can find something for them to do. We did about uh, 18 months ago a similar drive and, and an interview with you on 105. And one of our current trustees, she heard that and joined us. And that intake, we had three or four trustees joined around that time. And they've all changed how we work and have been fantastic and jumped into, we've got about four subcommittees. There's governance, there's fundraising, there's an investment subcommittee and um, grant giving. And they've all brought their own skills to it all. If people have helped in other charities, then they they probably got a bit more skills in doing that. Uh, There is... One of our subcommittees we are very short on is the investment subcommittee. You just meet about three or four times a year just to review a, a small pot of investments, which are actually managed by the company I work for. So I've got a conflict of interest and need to step away from that. Yes. So <laughs> that's one where if someone does dealt with um, discretionary investment managers in the past and just understands the basic of it all and just wants to come along and, and have their input, that would be wonderful. But anyone generally just... I think there's details on our website of how to contact us and if we'll just have a chat to talk about more details of what Cambridge Aid do, what the volunteers and the trustees do. And if people want to take it further, they can come to a meeting, meet us all, hear, hear firsthand some of the applications we get and we can sort of 
a bit of two-way chat to see if we're all happy with that and then people generally join up from that point well i think i don't know about you but i think when you hear the stories uh, and and i've sat in on a couple of those meetings back in those early days and they can reduce you to tears i mean i don't i'm a grown man i don't cry but i can sit <laughs> i can sit and cover it quite happily in a room and it's like my goodness me the the, the the some of the stories you you hear you think my goodness but and and people have stepped up to help and i've, I've been marveling at the change in cambridge Aid, those changes that you mentioned but it's all done in a in such a great team spirit sort of way, and it's not like you're buying in loads of consultants. Coming back to what you're saying about not spending money, you just seem because it's Cambridge, I guess. You seem to be able to attract that pool of talent uh, that can turn a, a, a charity that's been around 140 years and go. You've been around 140 years. All the things that are good and go with that, and all the traditions and the and the and the, the ethos that goes with that. And take it into the modern world. And I love that. I think it's a great organisation to get involved in. And I just wish I had more time. Um, so if people are hearing this and thinking, like the, la- like the lady 18 months ago, listening to this and thinking, Do you know, when I finish my sandwich, I'm going to find out more about this. How would they get in touch? What would the next steps be? Next step, if you go onto our website, which is cambridgeaid.org, and you can be able to find out more information about us, a few stats of the sort of the people we're helping, and then there's contact details there. There's also a page where you can make a donation to. So let's let's not forget about that. That's Christmas the way to do it. <laughs> okay, I mean, but you said it there absolutely. If you're giving away triple the amount that you were giving away a few years ago, crikey, those donations, and 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 we're coming up on that time of year again, aren't we? Here we go. We're into winter and Christmas. It's when I know it's an all year round thing, but it peaks at this time of year, doesn't it? It does. There's going to be lots of people struggling with heating, needing food. The bills are going up, as we all know. And we we step in and we just give uh, small grants. The average is about 150. The most will normally go up to is 200. And it can just be for someone who's really got no money and we'll just help them buy, buy a few weeks worth of shopping for them and their ch- kids or some clothes, some warm weather clothes. Now they're the autumn. Well, we seem to have skipped autumn. We've gone straight to winter yes. this year. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's... There's more demand this time of year. So if, if you are doing your Christmas shopping, maybe put a bit of money to one side and just help a stranger out by um, by chucking it our way. Indeed. Now, just on the on the flip side of that, if people listening to this are going, who are struggling are listening and going, well, hang on a minute, you know, you're saying that there might be a way I could get some money. It's all done through agencies, isn't it? So how would people how would people get help from Cambridge Aid if they if they were entitled to it? Other organisations that are helping people out in kind of more of a long-term thing will refer them to us for their short-term needs. So it can be someone like Citizens Advice. It could be the various children's and family centres around Cambridge. It could be the council's benefits departments they know about us. Uh, it could be the homeless charities. It's, it's all of those organisations are all, all know very well as to who we are and what we do. And they will do the application for us. We turn the applications around on, in an average of about 72 hours. They'll get a, a check or a store card. So there's no real waiting time for that, that help. But you can't come directly to us. We, we need you to come through another organisation. And they will be able to help out for any other sort of more long-term needs for you as well and advice. Fantastic. We do the immediate fix. Fantastic. Joel, it's wonderful work that Cambridge Aid does. I'm a huge fan. Um, I think it's amazing how such an organisation... I, I mean, I just find it staggering that 140 years on, it still has to be in existence. I'd have thought we'd have progressed beyond that point. But while you're here, we'll make good use of you, and hopefully there'll be a day where we don't need your help. Uh, so let's look out for a new trustee, or many more trustees, uh, for Cambridge Aid. Joel Limmer, thanks very much indeed for joining me today. Thank you, Neil. Thank you for Cambridge 105 for your support.